listening to Radio DePaul. Awarded Best Station in the Nation 2020. to get down to the studio. I got here about five minutes ago. And I speeded run through the building of U-Haul, University Hall, and right here. You're listening to Radio DePaul, Chicago's College Connection. And it's every day I have the blues with your host, Elliot Coria. That was Crosstown Traffic by the Jimi Hendrix Experience. One of the, I think, the second single off of Hendrix's third album, Electric Ladyland. It was a big hit on FM radio. AM radio, not not so much. But his cover of uh, Bob Dylan's All Along the Watchtower was his only top 40 U.S. hit. We got a full slate of songs to cover. But first, we got to talk about some stuff that happened on this day, December 9th. And the first one is my favorite supergroup, Cream, releasing their debut album, Fresh Cream, on this day in 1966. Cream, the power trio that was formed out of a litany of groups. Jazz bassist and jazz drummer Jack Bruce and Ginger Baker were both in the Graham Bond organization. 
which was big in in England, the UK, not big in the US, but they were known in the music scene for being arguably the best bassist and the best drummer. However, they hated each other's guts. They did not like each other. I think there was one moment that uh, Baker drew a knife on Bruce in the middle of a show. So you could th- that is pretty much self-explanatory of how their relationship was. And they went their separate ways after uh, Grand Bond organization. I think Bruce went and joined Manfred Mann for a hot second. And Baker was, you know, doing his own solo stuff. But while those two were separate, the big new na- name on the scene was Eric Clapton. Now a big yuck- yuckster. Uh, by yuckster, I mean he is awful now. Anti-vaxxer, racist, all of that. N- not a fan. But in the 1960s, people didn't know that about him. And he was considered to be the next guitar god after playing alongside the Yardbirds and then quitting the group after they decided to go pop, joining John Mayall and the Blues Breakers for an album. And Baker expressed interest in playing with him because according to Baker, Clapton had one thing called time, which is an innate sense of rhythm that is only in very few musicians. And of course, they wanted to combine Clapton's background in blues with Baker's jazz background, but they needed someone, specifically a bassist and lyricist and singer, to complete the trio. And Clapton convinced Baker, why not let Jack Bruce join? And for a good two years, they were the top. They were the best. Incredible. And so they released their debut album, Fresh Cream, on this day, 1966, was not the psychedelic experience that there would be later on their later albums, like Israeli Gears and Wheels of Fire. In fact, Fresh Cream kind of stays to the blues rocks uh, scene and sound that Clapton was using with John Mayall. And it was on the same day in the U.S. that Echo Records, their label, subsidiary of Atlantic, released the album and... The debut single. I Feel Free. Hinting towards the psychedelic atmosphere that will be in the later albums. Uh, sing it, Jackie. You're listening to Radio DePaul, Chicago's College Connection. Every day I have the blues. I Feel Free. Green.
Yeah, blow that harp, Mick. Blow that harmonica. All right. That was Hate to See You Go by the Rolling Stones, a cover of the greatest harmonica player in blues history, Little Walter from 1955. The Stones covered it on their 2016 album, Blue and Lonesome, which, while doing research, did not know, came out a week ago, last show. Not during last show, but like 2016, last week I should have talked, whatever. (laughs) But it was on this day, that week later, that it topped the UK charts for adding to the list of another album hit for the Stones. Although by this point, album sales don't really matter. It's all about singles and streaming numbers and, you know... Maybe the Stones weren't the biggest streamers of that time. Regardless, the album is full of covers. Blue and Lonesome, including covers not only of Little Walter, but of Howlin' Wolf, Magic Sam, Eddie Taylor, Willie Dixon, Buka White, plenty, plenty more. And, it's, uh, and to date, it is the final album with the, of the Stones that has Charlie Watts performing on it. Yeah, it's uh, still still very sad that he's gone now. The song before that was I Feel Free by Cream on their album Fresh Cream, released on this day in 1966. That album was also dominated by covers as well. You know, the, the only few songs that were written with lyrics include the song I just I played, I Feel Free, along with NSU, Sleepy Time Time, Dreaming, Sweet Wine, and that's it with lyrics. Anything else is an instrumental, including Toad. But the covers on there is Howlin' Wolf's Spoonful, Robert Johnson's Foreign Till Late, Muddy Waters, Rollin' and Tumblin', and Skip James's I'm So Glad. I would love to talk more about Cream, but we got to keep moving on because on this day, 1967, The Doors played at the New Haven Arena in New Haven, Connecticut. Why is this significant? Well, it's because it was the first time that a performer was arrested live on stage. If you ever listen to the song Peace Frog by The Doors, you'll hear that Morrison sings the lyric, Blood in the Streets in the Town of New Haven. Well, he's referring to this incident because I'm not going to say what Morrison was arrested for because, frankly, it's a bit inappropriate for the show. However, after a p- police found him, he got into an argument with them, and a policeman sprayed mace in Morrison's face. <laughs> that kind of that, that rhymes. And so then, once on stage, Morrison then tells the story of what happened backstage before, and starts taunting the police, who then drag him off stage and arrest him. And then the crowd riots, and leaving the venue in disarray, many are arrested. Uh, over 100 protesters later gathered at the New Haven police station to release Morrison. So, yeah, a pretty wild time, considering it was 1967 and most of the chaos would not happen until a year later in uh, 1968. But as I mentioned before, Morrison did mention the song, mention the song, mention the incident on the song Peace Frog from their 1970 album Morrison Hotel, which for many was the... Welcome return to their roots in the in blues music. 
Frankly, not many songs are known on that album other than Peace Frog, Peace Peace Frog, Peace Frog, and this one. Roadhouse Blues. The lead-off track. Ray Manzarek on the keys. And John Sebastian on the harmonica. Alright, Jimmy Morrison, take it away. Every day I have the blues. On Radio DePaul Chicago's College Connection. I'll keep your eyes on the road, you hand upon the wheel. Keep your eyes on the road, you hand upon the wheel. Yeah, we're going to the roadhouse, gonna have a real a good time.
Washington, Chile, meddling, that's not a word, meddling, <laughs> seguing into, if you have to know, by Lonnie Mack. Lonnie Mack, Lonnie Mack, forgotten, an underrated blues pioneer, considered to be one of the original players of Southern Rock, which, in my opinion, I kind of agree with like Greg Allman for really Southern Rock is just rock rock. But he was an incredible guitarist. He big influence on many, including uh, Roy Buchanan and Albert Collins. Played a flying V guitar. And he was an electric man. Electric man passed away in 2016. Why am I playing him? Because on the previous song, Roadhouse Blues by the Doors, he was the one playing bass on it. That's right. He was the one playing bass. I know. Raymond Zarek would always play the bass with his left hand on a Fender keyboard bass in concert, but they needed an actual bassist to play because recordings without any bass is just kind of, ugh. So, and Lonnie Mack was nearby, so they brought him in. But yeah, but we got more to do, but we got a break for commercials and station ID, but don't go anywhere because we got some plenty, bir- plenty of birthdays and the release of a of a chart topper a chart topping cover or I, i'm phrasing this poorly a cover of a chart topper from two 1970 snl players you're listening to radio DePaul chicago's college connection it's every day have the blues and it's elliot coria hey, hey. 
The most dangerous trend on college campuses. The jewel. The vapor clouds of jewels on college campuses are prevalent everywhere. Small clouds of vapor rise to the heavens as students depart from the buildings. But it needs to be known, Jewel is not cool. Stay clear of the dangerous trend and be cool. This message brought to you by Radio DePaul, Chicago's college connection. It's hard to keep track of everything going on in Chicago. That's why the reporters at 14 East work to tell the stories behind the hot topics and controversial issues circulating conversation. Every Friday, 14 East publishes stories ranging from arts and culture to news and politics. To read their most recent lineup, visit 14eastmag.com or follow them at 14eastmag on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to keep up with what's happening in Chicago. 14 East Magazine, stories beyond the skyline. This message brought to you by 14 East and Radio DePaul, Chicago's College Connection. Yo, where's the beef? It's located at 2300 North Lincoln Avenue at Johnny's Beef and Euros. With classic Chicago fares like Italian beef, Euros, Chicago dogs, serious salads, and more, you are sure to satisfy your hunger. And if you're looking for a challenge, try taking on the Big Daddy. And go for it with a Big Daddy burger and a full serving of Johnny's famous chili fries. And if you complete the challenge in under 30 minutes, you could become a certified VIP And make sure to check out the Johnny's Beef and Euros app. Just text the word BEEF to 33733 to download. Again, that's BEEF to 33733 to download the app, and you will receive $2 off your first order of $15 or more. To find out more about the Big Daddy Challenge, along with the menu, visit north.johnnys-beef.com. This message is brought to you by Johnny's Beef, a proud sponsor of Radio DePaul, Chicago's College Connection. Radio DePaul. Well, as we say in the radio business, is Chicago's college connection. Welcome back, everyone, to Everyday I Have the Blues with your host, Elliot Corieth, on Radio DePaul, as that uh, station ID just said. (laughs) Before the break, I said that we're going to be talking about and playing a song from a from two SNL players. Uh, players, I mean cast members and performers. That was released on this day. As part of, as a single. And of course, what other... This is the Blues show. So what other SNL performers could it be? It has to be the Blues Brothers, man. Has to be. It was on this day that they released their cover of Sam and Dave's Soul Man. Live from the Universal Amphitheater in Los Angeles, California, and by this point, the Blues Brothers were a bona fide touring act. Of course, they debuted on SNL, Saturday Night Live, on television. However, they actually had professional profe- like, and notable musicians with them because they were backed by legends in the, in the music blues scene. Music scene, blues scene, soul scene, whatever scene. You had Paul Schaefer on keyboards. You had Steve Cropper on guitar. You had Duck Dunn on the bass. Matt Guitar Murphy also on guitar. A horn section of Lou Marini. Lou Blue. Lou Blue Lou Marini. 
Mr. Fabulous Alan Rubin, Triple Scale Tom Scott, and Tom Bones Malone, and on the drums, the current Stone Rolling Stones drummer, Steve Jordan. And yeah, they were a actual touring act. They recorded a live album of co- of covers, pretty much, of just some of their favorite blues songs that were not especially well-known, minus, uh, of course, Soul Man, because they actually performed that on the SNL as a as as the Blues Brothers, which is Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi. And so I thought, you know what? Even though it's labeled as a soul song because Soul Man, you know, why not? Why not play it? Who doesn't love some good old Stax records? The Blues Brothers Soul Man. Reach number 14 in the Hot 100. Take it away, Elroy. Oh, Elroy, sorry. Coming to ya on a dusty road. Good loving, I've got a truckload. And when you get it, you got something. So don't worry, cause I'm coming. I'm a soul man.
You're a tramp, Otis. You're a tramp. You tell him, Carla. That was Otis Redding and Carla Thomas on the song Tramp, released in 1967. That even though it's mostly known to be from Otis Redding, it's actually a cover of a blues song, a soul blues song from West Coast artist Lowell Folson. If you know the song uh, Reconsider Baby or Three O'Clock Blues, he wrote those songs. That's right. He is most probably second to T-Bone Walker as the most important figure in the West Coast blues scene of the 50s and 60s. So there you have it. Who's backing on uh, Otis Redding and Carl Thomas? Well, the house band, of course. The wonderful Booker T and the MGs, which featured Steve Cropper and Duck Dunn on guitar and bass, which also played on the song before, which was the Blues Brothers cover of Soul Man from Sam and Dave. Cropper and Dunn played on the original version and joined Dan Aykroyd and uh, John Belushi 
to join him, join them on the Blues Brothers cover. And if, if both of them eventually became part of the Blues Brothers band, which uh, played with them when they appeared on SNL in concerts, on recordings, and in the movie, the Blues Brothers movie. So, little tidbit here, but we got three birthdays to talk about. So, let's get right into it. Happy 87th birthday to Junior Wells. 87th birthday to Junior Wells. I, I actually, I think I played his song of his last week because he is known to be partnering with Buddy Guy for most of most recordings. But he had recordings all of his own. He was his own style, his own person. Of course, people know him for his album, Hoodoo Man Blues, which is one of the best blues albums of all time. Highly influential, in fact. Recorded for Delmark Records and Bob Kester and is now in the National Recording Registry. But also songs such as Messing with the Kid and Every Day I Have the Blues, Come On in This House, It Hurts Me Too. Most of them covers, but he was one heck of a harmonica player. Performed with Muddy Waters, Earl Hooker, The Stones, Carlos Santana, and many more. And of course, Buddy Guy as well. Passed away in 1998 and is currently interred at the Oak Hill Cemetery on the south side of Chicago. Sorry, Oak Woods Cemetery, not Oak Hill. At uh, 1035 East 67th alongside Harold Washington, Ida B. Wells, Jesse Owens, and Enrico Fermi. So, but also, happy 89th birthday to Jesse Hill. Not a well-known name. He was a fixture in the New Orleans scene, and he had one big hit called, and I'm not joking, Oopoo-Pa-Doo. That's right, Oopoo-Pa-Doo, which was produced by uh, Alan Toussaint, the, the legendary R&B and soul composer and songwriter and musician. But you know what? It fits uh, with what I got with this show, New Orleans Blues. So we'll be playing his big hit, Oopoo-Pa-Doo-Doo. <laughs> kind of funny. But first, we got to play some Junior Wells. Now, which song? I got plenty to choose from, but I figured She's a Sweet One would be the best one. Shows off the signature style. You're listening to Every Day I Have the Blues on Radio DePaul, Chicago's College Connection. Happy 87th birthday, Junior Wells. Sugar count goes up to a hundred 
that title work <laughs> unbelievable still an, uh, a great song no less a classic new orleans tune you're listening to radio to chicago's college connection it's every day i have the blues with elliot Corieth. again that was upu padu from jesse hill song before that was she's a sweet one from junior wells and we have one both of them have birthdays today and we got one more before we head out once again thank you all for tuning in I enjoyed doing this. One more show next week before I'm off for the rest of December. Because it's Donald Byrd's birthday. Donald Byrd, jazz trumpet player, was one of the first to fuse jazz and funk and a huge influence on Herbie Hancock's early career. Played with the best of them, John Coltrane, Sonny Rollins, Thelonious Monk, and was a band leader himself. And he released some hard bop blues songs that were pretty they're underrated, I would say. You know, most of his albums never got like, ooh, super cool acclaim, but I think his was good. And so, here it is. Nope. How did... This man does not want to play anything. I swear. It's like they don't like me. But here we go. Say your mind from the catwalk released in 1962 let's chill out a bit man. see y'all next week it's been wonderful every day i have the blues i'm ready with the paul chicago's college connection